Hi, my name is Callie, and on this podcast, hindsight is everything. Our goal is to look back on seasons we've been through and help prepare those about to face the same things. There's something powerful in knowing you're not alone and knowing someone has gone before you. So I gather up some great people, I ask them all the questions I can think of, and then, hopefully, by the end, we're better than when we started. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to No One Told Me. So listeners kept sending in questions about organizing your homes. I don't know anything about organizing homes. I'm guessing it was a response to tidying up on Netflix or maybe because spring is almost here. At least I hope it's almost here. Anyway, we're looking around and we're realizing we have a bunch of stuff everywhere and it needs a place to go other than random piles. I am very good at piling things. Like I could have a show called Piling Up because it takes real skill to stack things the way that I stack things. Anyway, I couldn't answer any of these questions. So I turned to what we lovingly call in my household, Dr. Google. That's a story for another time. But I found a company called Help You Dwell and I fell in love with them. I reached out and was able to set up an interview with Taryn, the company's co-founder. And let me tell you, she is the best. Really, I mean, she's just great. You'll find out why in this interview as we talk about how there's no one right way to declutter. Our stories help build our home, and I don't have to cry every time I see a label maker. Here's No One Told Me Organizing Doesn't Have to Give Me Hives. Many of you sent uh, questions to me about home organization. You wanted to know, how do you take care of a toy room? Or what? how do you make a cabinet to where things don't fall out and smack you in the face? I can't answer those questions because literally on the way over here, I was trying to decide, do I pretend like my life is together? Or do I actually tell this very professional home organizer that my life is indeed just a jumble of things hiding behind closet doors and cabinets? So... I could not answer your questions, but I found someone who could. She is a co-founder of a local company called Help You Dwell. Her name is Taryn McLean, and now I'm nervous I'm saying it wrong. Am I saying it right? Perfect. 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 Great. We're going to jump right in with Taryn. First, um, tell us just a little bit about who you are, what you do, and just some of that general background information that led you to where you are Yeah. Now. How did we get here? Yeah. Um, so first of all, thank you. This is super fun. I love to get to talk about what I get to do every day. It's funny hearing you say, do I tell the truth? You know, that I have the drawers and the closets and, and by all means, tell the truth. <laughs> like, <laughs> Please uh, do. I remember on maternity leave, like friends came over to try to help me. Yes. And all I could think was, was holding this newborn baby. Please don't open that. Please don't open yes. that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that is so real. And I would have plenty of confessions myself yeah. through, you know, my, uh, child and adult life of those kind of little tucked away places. I will say I have a little bit better routine now having, you know, I have to practice what I preach. So, yes. um, but no, I, I get that all, all too well. So a uh, little bit about me. I have, I'm be married 20 years in June. That um, is awesome. Yeah. And I got three kiddos that are one in elementary, one in middle, one in high. So um, I've learned a lot about transitions, you know, from singleness to married to having multiple children. Um, In our almost 20 years, we've moved 
you know, I haven't really counted lately, but I think we're up to about eight or nine moves. That gives me hives. Okay. Like I, right now, my heart rate just picked up. Well, it, it's real. Um, <laughs> wasn't necessarily by choice. You know, it was just kind of what life put in yeah. front of us, but I learned a lot through, mm-hmm. you know, packing and unpacking and different houses and, you know, different seasons with the kids in each house and so on and so forth. So there's no college degree for professional organizing, but I will say that uh, moving does teach you a lot about I absolutely believe it. To do I moved it well. one time. And I, I will I told my husband, I said, We will die in this house. Yeah. I'm not doing it <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I am planted here. The other piece is my background is actually in fitness. So yeah. I spent about almost eighteen years as a fitness professional in multiple capacities, managing some programs, teaching classes, being a personal trainer. So I've always been relational. I mean, I was a young life leader for years. I coached multiple sports. I, I'm just, who can I connect with? How yes. can I be a part of someone else's life? You know, impact them and be impacted by them also. And and I think the fitness thing kind of led me to realize how much I love to help people make their life a little more simple. Whatever yes. that is, you know, like, mm-hmm. or find their, move towards their best self. Absolutely love, love, love it. I love getting to hear what are your needs? How can we help them? Let's figure that out. And that's such a big deal to actually love what you're doing. Oh, totally. I mean, I it feel makes the biggest so fortunate in the whole to world. get to say that. And it's not, there's no fluff. That's and real. Yeah. And you're doing something you're gifted at doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. that makes such a huge difference. I totally agree. The board. Yep. Do you, is one of your biggest gifts patience? It has to be. To be able to do this well. Huh. Right. I mean, yes. you have to be able to look at something and be like, okay, Honestly, this is not. I think being, I, I have learned a lot about listening over the last kind of decade of my adult life through certain trainings that I've been involved in, leadership type trainings and other things. But listening, I feel like is probably the most important part of it. Because when you're listening and you hear what the needs are, you know, you can kind of read between the lines or hear what's going on underneath. That leads you towards patience, I think, because then yes. you realize like you don't walk in and think, the, you know, how yeah. they, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, you go, all right, something else is going on here. I got to pay attention. That makes such great sense. Being able to pay attention to what has brought someone to the place where they're overwhelmed by their mm-hmm. stuff is extremely important. Yeah. But it's all not those, just a whirlwind of I'm walking in your no. home. This goes here. This goes there. We're going to put this here. Yes. Or do you need to just get rid of it all? You yes. know, it's like, no, no, no. There's a reason all of this is here. And so. Yes. Okay. So let's take some broad strokes. Sure. Our homes should obviously be a place of peace and comfort. They should be a place that we like to come to, that we exactly. enjoy coming yep. to, um, that we find peace at, and that we're excited to bring people into, that we want people to spend time yes. with us in these spaces. So in your experience, what contributes most to our houses becoming homes? I love this question. It was a great one for me to think through and kind of pay attention to, because I think I have a quick, easy answer, but it was like, no, really, what is this? So first of all, the first thing came to mind is I don't want to put any pressure on anyone as to what makes a home, because yes. it is completely different for all of us. You know, we all have certain things that are our comforts. And I think it's really important to pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Do not let Pinterest tell you what it is. Do not let God love her. Joanna Gaines tell you. Mm -hmm. Do not let, you know, and I can go down the list. It is, it is truly what is, what makes your home yours. And so I think there's some kind of basics we all need to pay attention to. You know, we need shelter. We need comfort so that we need warmth. We need to be fed. So those kind of things in our homes are extremely important. And then on our modern day, you know, plumbing, temperature control, electricity, you know, we could go through the basics that we all say we may or may not need. But, you know, you do have to pay attention to those things. Make sure they're in place. Probably the most common word that comes to mind when you think about a house shifting to home is safety. Like, mm-hmm. And I don't even mean like just physical safety. I think your home is a place you can be emotionally safe, you know, where your idiosyncrasies are totally fine, you know. You can be as weird as you want. And it's just a place where, like, you can express yourself through the way that you choose to live, mm-hmm. you know. And so 
there are plenty of clients that I walk into a house and I'm like, this looks like a daggum tornado. War zone in here. Totally. Mm -hmm. But you know where everything is. Yeah. And you're that kind of brain that is going to feel so constricted if I try to come in here and tidy this up in a way that everything looks color coded or labeled or you know, mm-hmm. some people that, that for them to feel at peace or at home, there needs to be a little bit of that thing exactly. shaken up. Because sometimes that rigidness does not bring peace. Sometimes no. it just brings more like, oh, I've got to keep everything. Got to keep place. exactly mm-hmm. right. So that, that makes think, great sense. Yeah, I think really paying attention to how you can make your home your reflection. I, I was thinking about this for myself personally. I am extremely blessed to have a wonderful extended family and both still with me and some that have gone on. And because of that and my relationships with, you know, grandparents and aunts and uncles and parents and in-laws and everybody in between, I have collected a lot of their pieces, Mm -hmm. you know, just because I would much rather have their piece than me go purchase something new. And also because they're just all giving and want to share those Mm -hmm. things. And so for me to get to sit in a swing back chair in my house that my grandmother sat in in New Jersey decades ago, yeah. it's still as sturdy as it was the day I got it. And it's actually got, I mean, it's beautiful. So it's, it's a traditional classic piece that'll mm-hmm. be timeless, but it was hers. And so it's just a sweet thing. And there's a picture of me, you know, as a two-year-old sitting in it in her house, you know, yeah. years ago, which is fun. Then we're sitting and having my cup of coffee, this emerald top table in my kitchen that was my granny's and I can vividly remember her making cornbread on. Yes. You know, like those kind of things. the biggest difference. Yeah. And mm-hmm. those are the things that make my house my home because those were theirs mm-hmm. and now they get to be mine and I get to add to the story yes. with the things that we're collecting mm-hmm. from our travels or my kids' photos or art that they've done or my father-in-law hand built this beautiful oak and walnut dining room table and I thought it's where I get to break bread with the people that I love is this yeah. table that my father-in-law made for us you know mm-hmm. so yeah I, I think those paying attention to those kind of things in your own life and what makes you feel most like you mm-hmm. is the things that really well and even those items home. thinking about how you get to uh pass them down to your kids you know a lot of them will be in your kids homes yes moving yeah. forward I mean totally. our first it's any newlyweds you yep. get moving to your first home and you're just relying on what anyone will give you yes <laughs> And our entire house, our first house was outfitted by stuff that my parents and my husband's parents, all the stuff they gave us that they didn't want or need at that time anymore. Mm -hmm. And then we're just now getting to the point where we're realizing, hey, uh, we can kind of buy some new things. Like, you know, that chair that has the weird stain on it that we don't really love. We don't have to have that. (laughs) Yes. Again, I don't, don't, this is not a should and you should, you know, but for us, it's been sweet. And now we're, you know, a few years down the road. And so we have peeled off a few of those items that were like, (laughs) some of the things you want, mm, some of them you're like, okay, I have to deal with this for a little while, but when I'm a big kid, I am not using this anymore. Totally. So for a lot of people, organizing anything overwhelms them. And when I say for a lot of people, I mean me. (laughs) Literally, the show on Netflix, Tidying Up, gives me hives because I think about what my house is like and what I would have to do to accomplish the goals that are set on the show. But why do you think it is that people get so overwhelmed by just the concept of it? And I mean, what's one of the common reasons that clutter sneaks in? Well, again, that's a a super broad question and it's connected to so many different things. I mean, I talk about this all the time. Like, I don't know how I got here, but I don't know where to start. It's all so big. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's always a place to start. There's always one drawer to open and say, we're just doing this drawer today for sure. Like that is definitely a way to look at it. But I think the biggest thing, it's funny, I used this analogy back when I was in the fitness world where, you know, clients would say, I am busting my butt doing so many things, whether it's working, taking care of my kids, all the things that we do in our lives that keep us busy. But I cannot seem to make time to exercise. Like, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, you look at the 
statistics over the years. And when we look back 100 years ago, people weren't overweight. Why is that? Well, then we'd get on the list of, well, there were no remote controls. There were no people walked to this and mm-hmm. there were more manual labor jobs. Mm-hmm. And there was just all these little common yeah. lists. I mean, today you don't even have to go walk up and down the grocery aisles. You can order it all online and for crying out Click loud, list. they put your bags I in know. your car. They bring them out yeah. to you. Oh. So shift that to stuff. Mm-hmm. And 100 years ago, there were no Costco's or Target's or Walmart's or Walgreens on every corner. And things were made to last Mm -hmm. when they broke. You fix them. When your pants had a hole in them, you put a patch on them. Mm -hmm. The mindset was completely different alongside the fact that you didn't have an ad flashing in front of your face like every 20 seconds. Yes, that's so true. But but that was just a minute ago. Like Mm -hmm. I say 100 years, it sounds like forever. Well, we've been around for a lot of long, yes. longer than hundred so years. So that long ago. If you think yeah. how the short amount of time that the shift from having purposeful items in your home to whatever you want in your home has happened, yeah, we have no idea how to do it. There's so much you should, you should, you should, you should, you should that you're mm-hmm. not going to keep up if you don't have the thing. If you don't, you know, yes. And, and a lot of those things are great, but I think we as humans don't know how to manage the accessibility of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so because then we get it all in and we ha- we can remember why we bought it and the purpose of that one thing, then we can't think about how, why would we get rid of it? Because we had a purpose when we bought yes. it. Yes, we needed so this at some point. That I think is probably one of the biggest reasons. It's so true. Because even stuff that I find that I haven't used in forever, I might need that. Like, totally. I don't need it right now, right. but I haven't needed it in right. years. But right. I might, I mean, I still own clothes from like college, early yeah. college. And I'm just like, I might want to wear that one day. Does it fit? No, but it might one day. <laughs> It might. It just give it give it some time. It might. Yeah. 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 So when you walk into these homes, Taryn, I know you've done you've had so many different clients come through your company. Is there like one area that's almost always disorganized? Like you know without a doubt you're going to walk into these homes and you're probably going to tackle this area. Again, tough question just because people live so differently, but if I had to pick one, it's probably whatever the extra space is. So, not everybody has a guest room, but if they have one, 9 times out of 10, that's where the miscellaneous items have landed. Yes. You know, it's the mm-hmm. place that you can close the door when the guests come over, mm-hmm. not necessarily sleeping over, but you know, like when you have dinner guests yeah, or sure. whatever. So you can put in that room or potentially a garage or an attic or a basement. Those areas tend to be the most disorganized because they have so many categories. It's in them. just stuff thrown in. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the broken thing, you don't have time to take out of the trash. It goes in there. Yep. The You know, the art project that got half started, but not finished. It got in there. Like it's usually this, you know, crazy population yes. of all the things. And so, because that starts to feel very overwhelming because you know, when you go in, they're all going to be going. There's no rhyme or reason. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the next place would be either a kitchen or like a command center Mm -hmm. type area, especially Mm -hmm. a mom who's trying to manage so many things, you Mm -hmm. know, where you've got kids' papers coming in, lunch boxes, dishes, you know. So in terms of the most kind of chaotic you just spaces. know, yeah. My second child almost did not have a bedroom mm. because the bedroom that was going to be his was the just put stuff in it room. And the thought of having to go in there and look at everything, I, I tried decisions. to convince my husband. I was like, he can just share our room. We'll just, he will live there forever yeah. and always. Ryan was like, when he's 15, that's going to be weird. Yeah. Like, that's going to be real weird. I said, but then he's old enough to clear out that room himself. Yeah. He'll anyway, I out. was logical, Taryn. I, I had I ideas. Hear that. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you're in this chaos. You find, for me, um, a lot of the, it's kitchen cabinets aren't great. My pantry is not great. Okay. So for other people who do have these areas of chaos, what's one great first step? You just mentioned it briefly. Like you don't have to do everything all at once. Maybe it's one drawer and you say, I'm going to do this drawer today. What's one first step you can take toward kind of organizing and structuring and cleaning up an area? Definitely before you touch one thing is you make a plan. Mm -hmm. And the make a plan is not even, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. It's more like, what do I want this space to do if it's going to work for me best? 
you know, where your pantry five years ago, I, I have no idea how old your kids are. How old are your kids? I have a uh, two and a half year old. Uh, okay. No, I don't know why I said that. That's a lie. I have a one and a half year old and a four year old. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know how old my kids so are. Help me ago, get my life together, Taryn. I, I was going to guess right. So I'd say five years ago, you may not have had kids. Mm-hmm. Your pantry probably looked a little different. Yes. You know, there were no juice boxes or goldfish, goldfish. everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was not a thing. And so now you've shifted to that. And but now the youngest is year and a half. So yes. no more formula, no more bottles mm-hmm. necessarily, or maybe a mm-hmm. couple bottles. But you know what I mean? Like, first of all, is like literally, where am I? What's our season? And what do we need? Because mm-hmm. there's things that probably have gotten tucked in the back. They're like, it's true. I don't need that anymore. Yes. So yes. making that plan, I mean, regardless if it's a junk drawer or if it's a master closet or if it's the garage, because, you know, thinking through like my kids' ages now, being the youngest, being a fifth grader, you know, I don't, the tricycle. It should be long gone, yes. right? You know, but is it? I don't know. It yeah. could still be in the garage because it could be behind the sled that's behind the, you know. Yes. So, you know, it's, it's a deep, so deep, dark Paying hole. attention to what season you're in and how do I need that space, mm-hmm. be it a drawer, be it a cabinet, be it an office to function for me and my family right mm-hmm. now. I think that is one thing people don't pay attention to because they're wanting it to be organized like they've seen on an image yes. or on a show. And mm-hmm. so then when you start to go in and just organize with no kind of plan for how it's going to be utilized, mm-hmm. you can get yourself in a little trouble. You just yeah. make it look really nice. But then when you go in to grab the spices, well, this doesn't make sense. I don't even use these spices. I don't even like, know what this is. I put yes. them in alphabetical order, but the ones I use the most are on the back row and I yes. got to pull all the things. Out. Yeah, oh, That's so yeah. true. That's so annoying. Yeah. You're so right. It yeah. is the worst. So <laughs> I would say the first step is the plan. And, and I don't want leave you there because then it's like okay but i want to do something (laughs) so the next thing is we this four box method not rocket science but it is imperative to have somewhere for things to go Mm -hmm. right away so four boxes one is keep meaning you keep it and it stays in that space do you have to say something to these items like you do they do on tidying up are we speaking to them taryn well If that is helpful. Thank you for being here. I'm going to keep you. I, you know, I, the Marie Kondo may be the cutest little thing I've she ever seen. She is. I, well, you know, I want to not like her because I'm like, I'm know. doing it better, but I, I know. really no. kind of love her. Yeah, I know. She's, she's just so, she's one that like, she comes in, she's so tiny, yes. but she's kind of scary too. Yeah, it's like, I want to do everything you tell me to do and I don't know why. Yeah. And she's got that little, <laughs> I know. She, she does and I'm like, God, that is so cute. <laughs> and she really is empowering people. And that's yes. the part I love. She's not like, let me just do this for you. Yeah. You know, she's. I mean, you have to I, go through this and do it. Yeah, Absolutely. And I, there is something about paying attention to what you're mm-hmm. doing. You know, I, I can't speak to that part of should we talk to them necessarily or not. Yeah. But I think it, being intentional is imperative. Too. Absolutely. So, the, you know, having these four spaces, they can be four laundry baskets, four literal cardboard boxes. I don't recommend bags because you have to open the bag to put something in it. I yeah. honestly think an open. The easier, the better. Yeah, easier, yeah. the better is the best way. And it's one is keep, meaning it stays in this space and I'm keeping. One is relocate, meaning this, I need to keep this, but it goes in the garage. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave it in this hall closet. Yeah. So the relocate next is donate still has value, not broken. Someone else can use it goes away and then trash like this yeah. literally cannot be reused and mm-hmm. so immediately you're doing that and the trash can if you're you know green like we try to be it can be trash slash recycle or you can mm-hmm. have another bin if you need a recycle bin but that is i think one of the best ways when you do make the plan you know the area you want to work on mm-hmm. get your four things mm-hmm. and that way it's just this rhythm you get into and, and some everything has somewhere to go right away and you it's don't satisfying have to when you have that plan totally it's so much more satisfying yes. than just knowing you're just and gonna doable. have a pile of stuff yeah. yes yeah and you don't have to do every single room in your house or every single closet in one day no and i don't even recommend that you yeah would. you wouldn't even do that you're a professional Good taryn i'm tracking no. with you <laughs> is there something that we can do daily that would result 
in a more orderly functioning home, like a routine we can start practicing that is just something like, hey, this isn't going to like be a tornado of organizing. It's one thing yeah. you can do. Well, I, I think I just mentioned the word being intentional. Mm-hmm. I, I think a posture that you could kind of adopt first would be intentionality. It's it's this, why am I doing this or not doing this? Like, mm-hmm. is it that I just hate keeping order? Am I, what is my, why is this hard? Like mm-hmm. I spent the time, I've got all my papers organized now. I know that when I get the mail, this is what I'm supposed to do with it. What is, you know, is mm-hmm. it somebody I'm living with that, that yeah. they've been trying to get me to do this forever and now I finally have a way to do it and they're going to win if I do it? <laughs> yeah. Or could be. Know, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's some, or is yeah. it like there's some past wound that's, mm-hmm bubbling up if I you know there yeah. we all have such unique stories in that place and so that I will say that's a little bit of a hard question in that sure regard it is. because because of that but I think the being intentional the if we go back to the practical piece you do your four boxes you get the space where everything in it belongs there hopefully when you finish that you made it in a way that nothing was stacked on top of stacked on top of stacked so that when you try to go again, you pull the second from the bottom and then it all falls. So the hope is that you've, you've created a place for everything, meaning everything has a place. Mm -hmm. And so the adoptive behavior would be, I've got to put it back in that place. Mm -hmm. And again, being intentional. Yeah. So, I mean, well, it's even going back. I mean, one of the questions that was sent in was from um, a college student. She was like, I'm in college now. What's something I can do now? Yes. But that's, you're pretty much answering it right now is yeah. if you go ahead and adopt that mindset of intentionality with mm-hmm. one, what you're purchasing, but two, where you're putting things, where they go. Cause I mean, I yeah. remember when I was in college, it was, I just didn't care. Like no. it just, you know, I mean, I didn't, you haven't had to care. Exactly. Yet, so you didn't even know how to. Exactly. Yet. It was like a whole new thing. And I, so then you, you get married or you buy yeah. your first home or whatever it is. And you're like, okay, I'm supposed to this is now my space. Yeah. How, yeah. How do I know what I'm doing? So, right. I mean, I think you kind of answered that question too. Yeah. With the I, and the other thing I would add with the college student thing, cause I, I love to think about like the early twenties and how, mm-hmm. I mean, we're changing. You know, I feel like there's infancy and then there's your early twenties. Yes. <laughs> like so much changes. We just jump. Yeah. But I, no, but I mean like the, the shift, like you can yeah. go from, you know, zero to two and there's so many things that happen and you mm-hmm. go from like 19 to 21 and so many things yes. happen like in your brain and mm-hmm. your, how you relate with people. And cause you go from being your kiddo in your parents' house and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I, nobody's telling home. me what time to go to bed. Yes. What should, uh, <laughs> you know, like, and so ha, then trickle that into your living space mm-hmm. and, you know, all that kind of thing. And I think my biggest thought in that w- regard is yes, intentional, but it starts slow. Mm-hmm. Do not feel this pressure to fill up a space because it's empty. Yeah. I mean, you know, you move into your first space. What do you need? You need mm-hmm. a couch, probably, or a couple of chairs. You definitely need a bed. Yeah. But really, everything else can be the slow grow. Mm-hmm. And, and just, it's more fun to take the time anyway and find the treasure. And just you find know. something you love yes. instead of something you're kind of okay with. Yes. Everybody can go to Ikea or Home yeah. Goods, and, mm-hmm. and not that those things are, are bad in themselves to have an accent piece or whatever, but just taking that pressure off of, sure. you know, I haven't done what I'm supposed to do because my house is empty. Like, no, 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 no. Just get what you need and start mm-hmm. slow and yeah. trust your own instincts and, you know, the people in your family that you do have, you know, healthy relationships and you can feed, talk to and yes. go have those conversations mm-hmm. and think through it and, you know, make it, make it yours. And one of the greatest adventures I think too, is if you get married and you're combining your things. Mm-hmm. So my husband went to Memphis, so he was away at college for four years, had okay. his own like house with a roommate. And so they got their stuff that was in there and I lived at home. Okay. So all four years of college, and then I went to living with a gross boy, straight wow. from living at home. Yeah, and so I didn't have much shift. to bring to the table. So I'm relying on Ryan's rarely cleaned, um, <laughs> semi-gross pieces of furniture that 
that we're bringing into our home. Oh, and it was just, so it really was an adventure combining the pieces that we had. Yeah. We did a lot of garage sailing. We did a lot oh, yeah. of estate sales and it was fun. Like, oh, totally. This is a piece I like. Let's do it. We both agree on this and I can replace that nasty table you got at Target that took you yes. way too long to put together. <laughs> When you were a freshman in college. Yes. Like, yeah. It was just, it is an adventure in and of itself. Yeah. And just, it doesn't have to be fast. No. I mean, you're going to enjoy those pieces so much more mm-hmm. being able to say, you remember like oh, I, this one piece in my house, one of my favorites. We, my husband, I love the tobacco barn, which is an antique place in Asheville. We used to live in Asheville, yeah. North Carolina. And it was like one of my, it's one, yeah. still to this day, one of my favorite treasure hunts. Cause you fit Asheville. You're cool enough to live in Asheville. Oh, well, it's true. I'm, I'm I did, we visited there I'm for like a weekend girl, and I was like, I don't belong here. Not, <laughs> Knoxville is winning. It I is. lived there for seven years. I'm, this is it. Good. I'm it from here. Me. Went away yes. to seven years. Asheville was great, mm-hmm. but Knoxville is what a, totally oh, Listen, you hear that Nashville <laughs> and everywhere else? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're it. This is where it's This at. is where you want to be. I can go down <laughs> a long list of why, but that's not what this podcast is about. But that's another day. <laughs> but you and your husband, you found a piece back. And Tobacco Barn. And I remember finding it. We really didn't have it within our budget, but it wasn't like astronomical. I mean, we kind of kept shopping, kept shopping. And when I came up to the counter, it was sitting on a cart because he kind of did the whole behind the back yes. thing. And I mean, it's still my favorite piece of my what house. What is it? Well, it's actually, so it's a cabinet with shallow drawers. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a file, type of file cabinet. The files laid flat. Mm-hmm. So each drawer is only like four inches deep. Yeah. It's wood and has these amazing metal pulls on it. And just, it's just decorative enough. The wood stain mm-hmm. is just right. Yes. And it's got this cool, like, lo- and the, the, the right side of it closes and locks and opens. And yes. anyway, it's like all my stationery, which I love stationery. Mm-hmm. You know, I love writing. And so the things I love are in it, in the thing that I love. And, yeah. it, you know, it's That's just. That's so great. Yeah. I, and if I had just gone out to get something to hold all my stationery, I probably still have that. It would probably have been plastic. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> see or through. a metal file cabinet. Yes. Little, but yes. instead, you know, and that was, you know, probably six or seven years into marriage. You yes. know, that wasn't like. Let's go mm-hmm. out and find all the things, you know. It was just, we found this. Totally. We, um, I found a dining room table. My husband almost did the same exact thing. It was at a, it's in the old city. And I can't Jackson remember. Jackson Avenue Antiques. Uh, no. Barley. Okay. So, if you kept naming them, it would be right. Because it's like, it's across from um, Barley's. Pizza. Is that what it's called yeah. now? I well, think it was I mean, called something else. It's been point. a lot of things. Yes. I think I know they are. But anyways, it was this, these couple guys who would every now and again, they'd go over to Europe. They'd look around for pieces. Oh, they'd so find favorite. pieces and bring them back. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's just a huge warehouse. There's yep. no rhyme or reason to it. Yep. It's just a bunch Goes of up stuff. And down and weird. Yes. Yes. It's weird. <laughs> but it, there was this dining room table and it was just, it was so beautiful. And I was, I did not care about stuff like that. And I don't know why I connected with this dining room table, but it was like one of those floating tables where you pull the pieces uh-huh. out and the top and the middle drops down. So it's not an extra piece you store somewhere. Right. It was way out of our newlywed budget. Like yeah. we had no business buying this table, but I just yeah. kept talking about it. And finally Ryan was like, I feel like we need this table. Like we're, we're going to go get this table. And we still, it's one of my favorite things we have in the whole house because forever. exactly. Yeah. And I don't even know why I cared about this table. I do I not. I still it. don't know why I did, but I was like, I want this table. Well, Do the chairs it. match it? No, not no. even close. Does it have <laughs> no. random scratches on it from kids now? It does, okay. but well, that's it will it live yours. with us forever that's, that and is, always. That's, that totally makes it yours. So just give, if you're in college, you're going toward a first home or maybe you're in a first home, just give yourself some time. Find totally. the pieces you love. Totally. You have all sorts of time. Yep. Okay. Maybe you're already squarely into your habits. Okay, you're doing things and you know some of them need to change. Like, you know, there are things that you could do differently that would make your life a little bit easier. How do you not only get organized, but stay organized? Like you said, one of the first yeah. steps, how do you maintain what keeping your house somewhat yeah. structured? So on the front end, you know, you're already kind of setting your ways and you're needing these new behaviors. I definitely would ask for help because the sounding board is key. You know, find someone that 
knows you well enough, they can kind of talk dirty to you a little bit. Yes. <laughs> get, get up in your <laughs> you grill and you're not going to take it personally. Down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you need one of those. You know, I don't recommend a family member for that unless you've got a really good relationship with your sibling or bring something the mother-in-law like that. over. Yeah, let her. Not, talk. <laughs> <laughs> Although I could bring my mother-in-law over. She's, <laughs> she's awesome. But anyway, I think it's finding that person that can say, I hear you. This is what you're good at. But these are things that would be good if you tried this, this, and this. Like, mm. it, it is amazing how, I mean, Caroline and I, you know, back to the beginning of this, you know, better together. Like, there's both she and I have had each other in our own houses back and forth countless times over the last yeah. five years. Uh, she's talked to me through the moves and like how to reset this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And every time it's better. Every time. Yep. Something that I've seen, like, this is, well, this is how I do it. She's like, I know why you do it like that. This is better. But like, that doesn't make sense. Oh, Let me tell you what does. Okay, you That's know? great. And then back to the other thing of like, when you put something back, you've got to put it back in a way, whatever it is, whether it's your kitchen cabinet or the hall closet or your master bedroom closet, it's got to go in a way that when you go to get the thing, it's not going to affect another thing. Yes. You know, everything Mm -hmm. has to have its own space. Mm -hmm. And so to be able, that's the only way you're going to be able to maintain something because if it's not quick, if it's not Mm -hmm. an easy put back or get out, then it's going to be a pain in your butt. And when you don't have the time for it, it's just just going to start piling up again. Makes perfect sense. Okay, Taryn, here's what we do in some of these how-to episodes. We do a a little bit of rapid fire. So we take questions that people specifically sent based on this topic and we just throw them at you. And, you know, we talked before we even started recording. Some of them will have like one or two word answers. Some of them will need to be a little more involved. So she's adjusting in her seat. She's getting ready, people. She is excited (sighs) doing her stretches. There might be some sweat. Okay, so we're going to, I don't know if this is easing in because I don't know anything about organizing, but (laughs) what are just some steps? We're going to talk about simple steps to remedy several different places that are usually cluttered in common homes. So first we'll start with how can we help our kitchen and pantries? Okay. I'll start with the fridge because it's contained by itself. The fridge probably needs to be checked most often. Yeah. I know. Sorry. It's not, I mean, who gets sick on a Saturday and goes, oh, today's fridge day. Let's clean out the fridge. Yeah. It's really, it's not, it doesn't take very long. It really does. It does feel like it's the worst possible thing to do. I hear Mm -hmm. you. So, but the fridge is something, if you can hit it once a month, Mm -hmm. it is monumental and it will help you eat more healthfully. I promise you. It's true. I mean, Mm -hmm. my husband, we're both exercise science majors. We both pay attention to nutrition. We are not fantastic eaters all the time Mm -hmm. but i can tell you when my fridge looks better i see the vegetables and fruit first yes it's crazy when it's not clean all i see are the condiments telling me how many things i haven't cooked (laughs) like so get those stop talking to me like that you dumb fridge out of there (laughs) and let me see the green yes like so the fridge would be that so that's one thing in the kitchen in terms of cabinetry that type of thing when the time comes for you to do the purge, do the organizing, containers will be your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can find clear, small containers on cabinets, in cabinet, on shelves that help you create drawers. Like mm-hmm. if you're not one of the lucky ones that has a custom kitchen with all yes. the beautiful drawers in them. And you have to kind of just seem like stack out. everything. Mm-hmm. Those little clear containers, which you can just about find anywhere. We use Bed Bath & Beyond probably yeah. most often because they have the best selection and they always have them in stock. And you got that 20% off to and You got your mm-hmm. coupon if you're organized. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or you may just have 40 in your yeah. car like most people. But um, <laughs> that, that I think helps with the, the kitchen cabinets being thoughtful about where turntables work with mm-hmm. round things, where the stackers work with my cans. You know, there, mm-hmm. there definitely are some great accessories for cabinets that make things more able to yeah. grab and to be able to see. 
if you get the containers, what are you putting in the containers? Like spices? Exactly. And, yes. You or know? like the packets yes. or rice or things that don't Perfect have things. shape. Yep. Yeah. And, and, or, you know, just being, I actually just came from a kitchen. So that's where yeah. I was when I came in on two wheels. Um, <laughs> we were talking through what container she is, uh, her background is, she's from Thailand. And so her spices are so gorgeous and beautiful and yeah. unique, but they have no shape. I mean, yeah. they literally were just like lying next to each other, mm-hmm. you know, pull one out and 17 came out. And yes. so, you know, her being able to put those, in a way that she can see them now and the ones that are categorized or like each other for meats are in this one and these are their vegetables are in this one it makes perfect mm -hmm. sense and then the pantry you you know you do have to kind of cycle around with the pantry and the containers work great in pantries too Mm -hmm. where you you group together the kids snacks you know you group together the adult snacks Mm -hmm. you group together anything that's that's the soft packet that won't stand up on its own does way better if you can group them contain them and you're creating walls for other things Mm -hmm. sometimes too and it's so pleasing to look at it's very satisfying to look yes, at. Yes, I got three containers for my pantry, and it didn't even scratch the surface. But I was real proud of those you three containers, there. you know. And that, girl, was, that was about two years ago, Taryn. So still, well, okay. we're still working well, through it. Well, you know, it. you're just at a slower pace. We and are. That's fine. You know, you said take your time. That's I'm taking right. my time. I, well, and you're never moving, so you've got plenty <laughs> exactly. of time. So okay, set. closets. All the closets. What yeah. are some easy steps? Again, which, what is this closet used for? Mm-hmm. You know, a hall closet can be one of those things that has 14 different categories mm-hmm. in it. Should it? Mm, should it not? Yeah. If, if I added a small piece of furniture in the bottom of this with the head drawers, would that function better? Because my foyer is tiny and I can't mm-hmm. put a drawer in, or something for my gloves sure. or whatever. Well, what if you added something to the base of your hall closet? You know, if you're mm-hmm. not using it for tons of coats or you just need short hang coats and you've got this whole floor space mm-hmm. that just ends up piling with crap. But what if you put a little tiny dresser and you could keep you know, things in there. Yes. Or so it, again, it's paying attention to what is the function of this closet mm-hmm. and what can I put in it that will allow me to stay organized. So is it bins? You mm-hmm. know, is it something that each bin has a purpose? So now the floor isn't open for me just to throw things on. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, in terms of clothing, that's a whole nother ball game in terms of staying organized because we all have such a different relationship to our clothes. Yes, you know, I mean, and we're in all in such different seasons. And some mm-hmm. of us have professional lives where we have to have this professional wardrobe because what we wear all yeah. day long. And others like me look like this. Yes, just throw in whatever is at the front of the closet. That's what I do. <laughs> when I yeah. dig deep in the back, I'm amazed at what I have. That's how yeah. I know I have too much because yeah. I'm usually just wearing whatever at the front yeah, that I, I mean, can grab. The categorizing piece for closets is so helpful. You know, in a linen closet, keeping all the towels together, mm-hmm. keeping all the pillowcases together, all the, you know, same size sheets together. So you you always know, oh, I do have four sets of queen sheets and we don't mm-hmm. even have a queen bed anymore. Hmm. That is such but a value. You just spoke to me. <laughs> it's yeah, like you I know mean, me, Taryn. Ca- <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we are brought together. For I know. It's time. a real, it's time. It's time. That's what I'm learning here is it's time. <laughs> I know a great have company. You, I, know, I know people who organize things. <laughs> have you, uh, do you teach people how to fold their, their fitted sheets? Well, because literally yeah, that was probably someone asked that question. <laughs> How yes. do you put fitted I would sheets be away? Happy to help. Mine's you just a that. roll method. Uh-huh. I literally just roll it around my arm and then just stick oh, it where it goes. Well, that's, it I works. would like to watch it too. That's probably fun to watch. <laughs> okay, playrooms. How are we decluttering some playrooms? Well, let's get rid of some toys, girl. The toys. I know. Mm. It's too much. I can speak. It uh, is. There's. T- I mean, too much. how do you say thank you, Grandma? Why? I know. I know. eBay's calling my. You get an yes, eBay account, and I you just. I mean, uh, it is. That has been a, such a battle. Mm-hmm. 
to be able to help folks with language to talk to their parents because mm-hmm. it isn't always the parents' fault. It's often yeah. the grandparents gifting or the you know the, these yes. gifts pouring in. Mm-hmm. And I, I do I, what I've loved is seen like a lot of my kids' friends and their parties over the last several years have started with no gifts, um, but if you want to bring a donation, yes. to Young Williams or mm-hmm. you know this mm-hmm. kind of unique ways mm-hmm. of kids getting to be more thoughtful, you know, about that kind of stuff coming yep. in. And then you know, I think for us, we've kind of practiced a little less is more and it's been kind of cool to watch how our parents have we've I mean I can't tell them not to give to their grandkids you know I want them to but I also think they've seen the benefits of our kids having less stuff so what they have space to go pursue Mm -hmm. has been amazing you know like what whatever that is and so a lot of it will be how you practice within your home Mm -hmm. and the choices you make and again that intentionality world word Mm -hmm. comes up is you know am I buying this thing why am I buying this thing or why why do we even still have this thing? You know, am yes. I holding on to this because I remember when you were two and this is all you played with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's not fair because it's so. in the way of the thing you actually want to play with. Yeah. Like you can't. But I really like this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry like, a little I, bit. I liked playing I like. with this elephone. <laughs> so I should just keep this. This, yeah, this should You go stay over here. there with your big yes. boy Legos and I'll be over here <laughs> playing. I'll, I'll make a soundtrack to yeah. you playing right now. <laughs> just listen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and being, again, the whole a place for everything, everything has its place. You know, the bins are fine. If they're not too big. Yeah. So your storage bins need to be an appropriate size for whatever's going in them. If they get mm-hmm. too big, then everything goes in them. Yeah. And you can't find anything. So if they're too true. small, yes. you know, then you can't get enough in them. So it paying attention to that. And, mm-hmm. But they do need to have either shelving or bins. Because telling so a kid, go clean all. up, and they have to line things up on a wall... That's not yeah. always going to be something that, that, that they can understand. But yeah. if they know that this is the part of the shelf that we keep all the trucks on, mm-hmm. and this is the bin that all the dolls go in, and this is, the, you know, that, yes. that empowers them to they have know where sense of goes. satisfaction yes. of getting to help clean up. And you don't feel like you're saying clean up, and you're like, good luck. I don't figure it out, because I can't. It's fine. <laughs> Hope you're better out than I am. <laughs> okay, garages. So my house, we call the Garage Hobby Town. Okay. Because um, my husband, he just, he really likes to dabble. Okay. And so he takes He's on. He's a tinker. Yes, he is. He okay. takes on hobbies. And so we have a plethora. It also looks like we run a daycare if you mm-hmm. walk into our garage. Because again, all the gifts we've gotten over the years, yeah. there's so many toys. So a garage, where do you, where do you start? Where do you, is, again, it's the what needs to be here. Yeah. Concept. Like, do I want to have two cars in here or yes. not? Do I not need them? Do yeah. I like having one bay just mm-hmm. for stuff? And that's fine yeah. if you do, you know, mm-hmm. some people just have kayaks and bikes and they don't have a choice like those outdoorsy people i know i've heard Mm. of them um So that's that's one thing. Again, I feel like I'm keep saying the same thing. But again, what do you want your garage it, to do? Sometimes you have to say it. I mean, a it lot really is. What do I, want? I don't want to do a garage. I want to do my garage. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And, and it also depends on like what the height of your ceilings. Can we use some some you know ceiling space for some storage? Or yeah. do I have an attic? And could some of this stuff live in an attic? Because I really don't get to it. But less it than doesn't once have a year. to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so a lot of times with the garages, it's one of those jobs that I usually have at least one, if not two, of us there on. Mm-hmm. If we're going to go assist a family with that or if you're doing it yourself it's definitely the two of you and there are no kids like yeah. you know you are yes. it's like you have made well, an appointment it's, it's one of those spaces you said that's like um, one of those extra spaces that stuff just gets put in you're yeah. just putting it you there. know that there are things in this that belong in probably six different spaces yes. in the house mm-hmm. so it is it's got to be a big day where you're not only having the relocation basket but you have like this stuff goes to the you have like the relocation room
rooms. So yes, like, like this is living room. Absolutely. This goes to the office. And you're you're mm-hmm. making these piles to, yeah. to plan on that. And you really have to just yank it all out. Mm-hmm. And and then think through, okay, this is what we're keeping. Well, what if we did get some kind of organizing system for hanging the bikes or putting mm-hmm. all the balls in one thing? Or, yes. you know, if it's hobby type stuff, what if we did buy a rolling cart that had drawers that were this size and it was mm-hmm. all dedicated to when you're working on... Yes. You know, it's that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But it, unless those things are categorized and you can see them, you don't know how many of mm-hmm. how many painting supplies you have. You don't know how many of, well, you're not really to the bike world yet because your guys are still little. You know, they're, they're going to be going through bikes yep. every two to three mm-hmm. years or whatever. But you've got to kind of pay attention. Know what we we're growing out of mm-hmm. and don't keep it just because. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. This question was asked a lot. Okay. And I think you all even have a blog on your website about it right now okay. um, that I saw. But papers. Papers. Just everywhere. Stacks yeah. of them all over the place. What do you do with them all well there's that that is a you know the behavior has to come alongside at the purge so my favorite one is touch your mail once and that can also go to touch your kids papers once mm-hmm. you know if you're you know people don't bring office papers home but the, yeah but touch your mail once what i mean by that is you're coming in the door you've got your coffee mug purse computer maybe a couple bags of grocery it's not the time to get your mail yeah so get on in the house settle the things if you can right then go back to the mail and stand by the recycling bin Rip up whatever you need to go straight into it. If there's anything to file, walk to where the filing cabinet is. You don't have to put it in there yet. Sit it on top in mm-hmm. the tray, the to-be-filed tray. And then if there's an active, like I need to pay a bill, yes. then that should have one other spot. So mm-hmm. the, really the, the three spots are recycle, to-be-filed, or active. What I always run into is Ryan should see this. So I set it on the counter. Well, and Ryan can have his tray, but yes. you've got to fi- there's got to be this specific place mm-hmm. because Ryan can see this dining room table. Ryan needs to see this coffee table. Ryan, if, yes. you know, that's the thing that we, mm-hmm. then we end up with like multiple piles and you have like, dedicated Ryan, spaces. all your paper. <laughs> How have you not gone through this I yet? I don't understand <laughs> what's happening here. But, you know, he yes. has his tray Saturday morning. You're like, you may not get up. Get yes. through this tray because mm-hmm. he's going to be like, I didn't know we had a party tomorrow night. Well, mm-hmm. I gave you the invitation two weeks uh, ago. It's you know. been sitting here in the, <laughs> you know. in the bathroom cabinet um, so for that, years. So that, now, in terms of like the piles that already exist, mm-hmm. it comes back to that categorization thing. So if we're helping clients with that, like we're coming into a, you know, whether it's a kitchen island that's piled up with kids stuff from days gone by, or it's a combination of mail, kids mm-hmm. stuff, your own personal stuff, it is categorizing. It is. Yes. Here's bills that you may have paid online that you don't know about, but you need to look at these mm-hmm. a- ASAP. Here's kids stuff that looks like your kid's personality, mm-hmm. but it's not the math worksheet. I took care of all those for you because yes. you don't need the math worksheets anymore, especially if they've been here for over a month. Like yes. you don't need to know the grade. That's, that's not why this is here. You know. Yep. And then here's the, I'm not sure what to do with pile, but for mm-hmm. the most part, you can get through that. It's just, again, it's like, Go gather all the papers. All don't don't say, place. I'm going to do this one pile and yes. I'll get that pile. Go get mm-hmm. all the piles, put them in one, yep. and then you got you just go for it. Yeah. You just go for recycling bin next to you. You were talking about kids' papers. When Henley first started coming home with stuff, Yeah, and if she had even marked on it, oh, I better keep this. Yes. I better. I, we're going to look back at this. Yeah, we're going to want to see this one red mark across the face of and Jesus from Sunday school, and it's going to be so spe- – no. Poor Hagen. I don't think I have one item that he has even touched that we have <laughs> saved. But I did um, create boxes. Good. So Henley has her own box. Yes. Hagen has his own box. And the stuff that has like a handprint or a footprint on it. Exactly. I love that kind of stuff. It's or cute. Or if you knew she loved pink. Yes. And even if it's not like this thing, but like that was her pink stage and mm-hmm. you, everything was pink and everything was whatever. I mean, yes. it's fine Just as long as you look at an item and see your kid, mm-hmm. it can stay. Yes. Now, I if, love if that. you have 74 of those similar items, mm-hmm. I don't recommend all 74, mm-hmm. but, but yes, I do think that I'm all about holding on to those kind of things. Yep. But I think having a bin is also a great thing because you're like, 
I shouldn't have more than this bin because then put yourself, if your mom came to your house today and said, here are six bins of your schoolwork. I, our parents did that to us. You just literally just bonfire. brought over all sorts of stuff. And I was like, I don't even, I told Ron, I said, we're ta- it was actually a bunch of his stuff. I said, we're just, we're not opening it. It's going straight to Goodwill. We're not going to look at it. And he yeah. was like, that is, we didn't do that with your stuff. I said, listen, I'm running this show. Okay. I'm running this show. I had to start this marriage off with your furniture. Okay. So I don't have anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Spring cleaning. It's coming up. Everyone just gets the bug to actually do something. Uh, Right. So I guess I I had a different question here, but I just want to change it. Spring cleaning's coming. While you have the bug, do this thing. So while you like feel like doing it, what do you think? Hey, just do it. So is it purging? How often should you purge? Yeah. Okay. This is a lot of questions. I, it Kelly. was a curveball. Listen, okay, fo- follow fire, me, Terry. Follow just me. Started <laughs> shooting at me. Oh, I said I rapid fire. Take a deep breath. Put your head between your knees. We can do this. <laughs> um, spring clean. Well, okay, so I, it's hard for me to detach myself from what, as a company, we've been focusing on Every, for the last two days because uh, yes. our newsletter goes out at the beginning of every month, and we just sent it out this morning, which is the spring refresh. And here's four things you can do. Yeah, and they were all pretty specific to like pick a bedside table. Bedside mm-hmm. table should be the area. That encourages restfulness. Mm-hmm. If that drawer, you open that drawer and all of a sudden you get shortness of breath, like mm-hmm. you should go through that. It's easy. It's manageable. It's something that when you go to bed that night, you're going to sit next to that bedside table and be like, everything that I love is here that this I need. This is so nice. It's, that is it's so, so true. It's a yes. simple thing. There there could be seven books. Mm-hmm. There's so much dust on those seven books and they're looking at you like, you should read me. Yeah. They are shooting you on you. You said at the year, you're going to read they me. They are shooting on you. Do yes. not let them shoot on you. Yes. <laughs> you pick up the book you want to read and read the dang thing, but get rid of all those other ones that yes. somebody told you you should read, you mm-hmm. know? So that's one area we picked. I would say pick a manageable space, yeah. you know? I mean... We are excited. Spring is coming, but it's not. We're not necessarily ready to go jump in a garage because I think yeah. it's going to be twenty degrees in like two days. You know, so don't speak it, that to it's, me. I know. Sorry, it's bad, <laughs> bad words. But pick an, an area that a like junk drawer. You know, mm-hmm. just just pick one. Just yeah. pull that junk drawer out, dump it, put on some a playlist you like, grab a drink that you want to have, and just say, "I'm just doing the junk drawer." Here we just go. Work through right it. now. Yep. And if you're in the junk drawer and you're like, "There's a pair of scissors," and I know there's seven more pair of scissors in three places. Well, maybe go grab all the scissors yeah, and figure put out what to in get one rid place. of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like those are the kind of things I think. If you got the bug, don't say I'm going to organize the house. Yes, Mm-mm. don't don't take that on. No, that's that's not a thing. And also th- start with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it is so easy for us to see the other folks in our home and what they are yes. not doing so well. But pretty sure you we're know, not that, doing great that big old things. plank in our own eyes. Yes. Um, Mm-hmm. should be addressed really, first. What's going to be, I mean, you've kind of touched on this. Like what is going to be the most satisfying to you? Like the bedside table that brings me so much joy to think about. Like when I lay down and it has all the things I want on it, it yeah. looks the way I want it to look. Yeah. I mean, what's going to bring you peace? It doesn't have to be what's going to bring everyone else peace or what's no. going to bring and that, that sweet little Asian lady peace. Yeah. And, and be. you being more peaceful is going to obviously trickle in to the rest of the family. It's yes. going to be much easier for you to encourage someone in your home to help them, mm-hmm. you know, come alongside them. If you've already gone through the process yourself, I think sure. that's, that's part of, you know, when I, we started this whole conversation, me having moved mm-hmm. so many times and knowing the challenge of that gives me so much more natural empathy towards why I know that this transition that you're in, whether it's your kids mm-hmm. growing older mm-hmm. or you having to move into a new home and not expect, or whatever it is, like I can kind of be able yeah. to help you more. I can partner with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we like to wrap up every episode. This is a curveball. I forgot to put it on your list of questions. Oh, I'm ready. We love to end with what's one thing you're happy someone did tell you about. So is it something that you're watching or reading or eating or drinking or a place you're going to? I mean, just something that you and your family love or that you just love, whatever it is. Is there just one thing that you're like, this is, this is my, my jam. I love this thing. 
Oh gosh. You were, you thought you were ready. I was. I, I know. Was, you know, let's come into mind right now. Maybe because it's spring is Stanley's greenhouse. Uh, it is my happy place. It's so cool though. It's not just plants. I they can have breathe the there. I can stuff. like talk to anybody who works there for hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just go touch the moss. Yes. Um, <laughs> It's true. I mean, it's my place. It's it, just a cool place to walk a around. Place. I mean, they're wonderful people doing wonderful things. They are intentional about mm-hmm. what they do. Like, I think it's a business that I appreciate how the longevity of it, and mm-hmm. and that they've kept a certain standard of care. And I mean, they're not the cheapest, but but you're they're getting everything you buy there is guaranteed. I, yes. Anyway, and I think it's because it's been dark and gloomy for many days. So Stanley's is like know. a happy place. Please right let now. us out in some sunshine yeah. with some so, cool things. Head to Sono. Yes. I get a little Stanley. Go to that South Knoxville off Chapman mm-hmm. Highway. Yeah. It is. It's tucked back there, mm-hmm. but you can find it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Taryn, we're so thankful for you and what you do Thank and you. for help you dwell. And more than anything, I'm excited that um, you're probably going to end up coming to my house soon. Okay. So. That sounds great. <laughs> I would love, love, love it. Thanks for jumping on here with yeah. me. I love ending every episode telling you how thankful I am for you, that you would take your time to listen to what we're trying to do here. So if you loved it, or even if you have feedback, I want to hear about it. You can either hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review, or you can just DM me on social media. Usually I'm on Instagram the most. It's at C-E-Holla. And again, I love hearing from you guys. So make sure you either write a review or send me a DM, which always seems a little bit desperate asking for it. But here I am asking anyways. Thanks again for tuning in.